Hey guys, this is Jane, and you're listening to episode 21 of Tacos and Tales. Welcome back to Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. I'm Liz, and this is my little sister, Jane. Hey guys, how's everybody doing today? Uh, Just wanted to announce that this is our last episode, as this is the second time that we restart, because Liz called me the other sister's name. (laughs) It was an honest mistake, since since Jane likes to go by her alias. (laughs) My tongue kind of got (laughs) tongue-tied. And somehow she landed upon the other sister. That's cool. Hey, Janelle. Hey, Lynn. So, this week we're very excited to be back with you guys. We have some, um, I'm so, we're so excited to be back with you this week. Um, I am actually working on getting our merchandise put together. So, Yay. keep a lookout on our Instagram for that news. How are you doing, Jane? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Um, my voice is a little shoddy today, so I apologize if I sound, you know, a little different from my normal, sexy, sensual <laughs> self. I think we still have morning voices. Just a little bit. No, I think it's the cold, um, you know, as an asthma sufferer. <laughs> oh, God. I get really, like... Because you were a preemie. <laughs> because I was a preemie, yes. Um, it affects me pretty bad, and I'm like... Well, that's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) But um, hopefully everybody is ready for Valentine's Day, which is in two days. Yes, and Happy New Year to any of our Chinese or whoever celebrates Chinese New Year. (laughs) Happy Lunar New Year. Lunar New Year, yes. New Year, same bitch. Just kidding. This week I'm going to start eating healthy, you guys. I'm going to do better, let go of carbs. Blah blah blah. I have three weeks until my one of my good friends' wedding, and the dress fits, but I can't push it. <laughs> Last week, me and my coworker, we did really good. We had salads every day of the week, and then yesterday, I guess to treat ourselves, we decided to go to Burger King, which it sounded like a good idea. And as I was eating it, it was really good. But then when I was done, like twenty minutes later. I was like, felt like dying. This felt so gross, and I just kept burping the onion rings, and I literally was burping onion rings until last night. So, oh. so I mean, I just I'm too healthy for my own good now. <laughs> after a week of eating salad, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I think we're just gonna go ahead and get into our stories today. Do you want to go first, Jane? Since I was first last. Um. Actually, I, I going on. Um. Since we had mentioned the other sister. Um. Janelle or Jen or whatever her alias was when she was featured on our podcast and I was actually thinking um the story kind of relates to her uh well not the story but the way that I stumbled across it because our brother showed us um or showed me a picture of that was in his phone and I was like is that me and I didn't have my glasses on he's like no that's Janelle and I was like what the heck so I put my glasses on I looked and I was like okay it's her (laughs) but it just it it got me, you know, it 
reminded me of when we were younger and even, you know, recently when people were like, people would stop us in the store and ask us if we were twins. And it's so weird because according, like, if you ask us, we don't really feel like we look that much alike, but it happened not one, not two, it happened several times. And it was just so weird. Like people would be like, are you guys twins? And I'm three years older than her. I'm dark skin. I have almond eyes and a rounded out face, except for when I'm skinny, my chin is pointy. (laughs) And she has, you know, light skin, round eyes and a pointy chin. So it's just, it's very odd how people saw the similarities in us. And so it got me thinking and it got me thinking about doppelgangers. Huh. Doppelgangers. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And I was reading about them and there's a lot of creepy stories like and I guess we can post a picture of us or whatever, and you guys can decide for yourself. Um, I feel like as I've gained weight, I don't look that much like her anymore. I'll make it but... a poll. I'll make it a poll in our story, and that yeah. way people can vote. Are they twins or just sisters? Yeah, guys, complete like... strangers. People would literally stop us in the store and be like, oh, are you guys twins? Y'all are so cute. And, like, we didn't have a stitch of makeup on. I'm 10. She's white as hell. And it, it was just very weird. And we would be like... Do we like that? <laughs> and then meanwhile, weird. I was just there too, and I was like, "I'm a sister too, guys." But it's funny because there was a picture of us when we were little, and one of my friends was like, "You kind of look like the random white kid neighbor that came <laughs> that came over on a party, and nobody wanted to tell her to get out of the picture." <laughs> I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> it's so weird though because I feel like that's how we all are. Like we don't really look alike, but. Neither here nor there, doppelgangers. So a doppelganger is German for double-goer and is believed to be the apparition of a living person. Not a twin, but an exact copy. And this is kind of going away from what I was saying about me and my sister. But So it's basically like if I were sitting here and it would be the same exact person with the same exact face, same exact mannerisms. Yeah, so it's, it's weird, like... What would you do if you saw somebody that looked exactly like you? Scary. Well, supposedly in, like, time jumps and stuff, you're not supposed to meet yourself because then you'll go crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, in German folklore, it is a sign of imminent death if you meet your doppelganger. Oh, that's great. So, you know, if I see some bitch that looks like me, goodbye, cool world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you'll be a ghost. And then I'll be back. Hello, cruel world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time to haunt some bitches. <laughs> um, so apparently doppelgangers appear different ways. Sometimes it can be far away, like off in the distance. How creepy is creepy. that? I don't like that at all. Or uh, you can come face to face with yourself. Dun, dun, dun. So... You know, it would be a showdown, and for those of y'all that know me, as an alpha female, that bitch is going down. (laughs) (laughs) I need to stop messing with my feet. Now I feel like my toenail is really short. I'm sorry that uh, Jane is a newborn (laughs) infant who is fascinated with her feet. (laughs) Can you please get back to the story? So, 
so I wasn't really able to find like many stories about a doppelgangers, but I did go down a rabbit hole of a Reddit post um, about doppelgangers and how people would see them like they'd be asleep and their doppelganger would be sleeping in the corner or they'd be walking down the street and like their doppelganger would just do like a nod of the head. <laughs> it's so creepy. Like, I don't know what I would do. I would literally just lay down and die. I don't think anybody has done, like, a really good doppelganger movie. That would be really cool. Yeah, somebody needs to do do something like that. Yeah, uh, James Wan, can you get on that, please? So, on that note, my story is actually a little bit different, um, but it's actually about Maria de Jesus Agrede. And so, this story is about a nun in the 1600s who... Lived in a convent, you know, obviously wasn't very educated, and she would fall into um, trances. And when she would come, uh, a Catholic nun, I'm sorry. Are there other kind of nuns? Oh, I don't think so. Buddhist nuns? No. All right. I don't think there's any kind of Buddhist religious women. Well. I don't know. Okay, Buddhism. Are there any religious figures in Buddhism? Oh, a Buddhist monk. Can there be girl monks? I don't know. Huh, we'll have to look into that and let you guys know. Okay, so she's in trances. Uh Uh-huh, so she would fall into trances, and when she would come out, she would speak of a foreign land with people who had copper skin. So she went on these trances, and every time that they asked her, like, well, you know, where are you going? Apparently, she was kind of, like, astral projecting. Oh, she was bilocating, and it came to be known that she was bilocating in Texas and New Mexico from Spain. And this is in the 1600s? Uh Uh-huh. So some of the conquistadors were in Mexico, and they came across a tribe of, you know, Native Americans who practiced Christianity. And they these were, you know, untapped people, so they had no way to know of Christianity. They had never been... You know, no missionaries had ever, you know, been in contact with them, and they spoke of the lady in blue. Well, oh, this, <laughs> this nun was known for her blue cloak that she would wear over her habit. Hmm. Uh-huh. So it was, it's thought that she taught Christianity to 2,000 people in the Americas. Yes. Uh-huh. So the story- I think I know where this is going. I hear you going. <laughs> <laughs> so they, the Catholic Church launched, launched, launched an investigation, and so behind them were two thousand people that were ready to be baptized and give their um, their lives to Christ, basically. Um, so. They launched an investigation, and they showed a picture to the tribes, and they're like, yes, that's her, but this woman had never left Spain. So her story was actually never told until she um, passed away, and by that time, they kind of, they canonized her, and she is a saint. Um, 
But it said that she can still be seen walking around the Texas border because in the 1940s, a mysterious woman in blue reportedly traveled the Sabine River Valley and aided malaria victims. And in the 20th century, her apparition was reported to be seen as early as World War II. So it's this woman in blue who would... I mean, I guess she... I don't know, like, what was her reason? I don't know. Oh, wow. And so, when did she die, or did, did it say? Um, May 24th, 1665. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought, I thought you were going to say that um, she's came to be known as the, as the Virgin Mary. Oh, no. Or as, like, one of the versions of the Virgin Mary, because you know how she was wearing blue. Oh, oh, La oh. Virgen de Guadalupe. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That you're gonna be like, and she appeared. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. So that is Sister Maria de Jesus Agreda. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting, mm. sister. Thank you. Sister Jane. <laughs> well, along the lines of the doppelganger thing, there's a very real movement going on right now, and it's called Twin Stranger. Have you heard of this? And there's several websites where you can sign up. And basically, I think they use facial recognition um, what's it called? technology to find people who are your doppelganger, your, doppelganger, your twin. That's weird. Yeah, and so you can go. There was one website that I was looking at. It's called twinstrangers.net. And there are several stories about actual people that are complete strangers that have met. And they're like, literally... The exact same people. That's weird. Uh, yeah. Just testimonials. Ew, that's weird. I was reading one of these, like, creepypastas. Or, yeah, I think it was a creepypasta. And it basically said that, you know, with technology advancing, you know, faster and faster, we were never meant to travel as much as we do. Mm. So there are, like, 10 to 15 versions of yourself around the world. Oh. So it's. Yeah, so it's creepy. So imagine me, like, I don't know, as an Eskimo. Is an Eskimo a slur now? No. I think there are Eskimos. Okay. I apologize if it's a slur. I don't think so. Um, Imagine me as an Eskimo, and imagine me, like, in the land down under. Imagine me. Imagine me and you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, well, that was a very cool story. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that tidbit. That tidbit. No problem. But you know what I feel like doing right now? Is going for a taco, taco break. break. <laughs> oh, hello, old taco break friend. <laughs> so I have a couple of fun facts that I'll share during today's taco break. Everybody grab onto your chair. We're going to have some fun. According to the National tacoday.com website Americans eat over 4.5 billion tacos every year and I'm just responsible for like half of that (laughs) (laughs) Um, that is about 490,000 miles of tacos (laughs) okay or 775 million pounds of tacos which is equal to the weight of two Empire State buildings which How can they possibly know that? Know. <laughs> because the way I pile my tacos, honey. I just 
I don't know. Like, where do people get, where do these kind of things get their figures from? Statistics. I don't understand the statistics. So. Oh. Being a numbers person, I can't. I'll be happy to explain <laughs> it to you. I'm not a numbers person, but I'm a taco person. <laughs> um, I wonder, like, where the most tacos are bought from in the United States, I wonder. Because, I mean, obviously Texas, but then there's... I mean, California is pretty taco-y and... Um, yeah, but, I mean, how much taco-y can you get in Texas? Yeah, that's true. I know what kind of tacos are the best, in my opinion. What kind? Taco truck. Tacos. Yeah. Taco truck. The shadier the taco truck, are, the better the tacos. Yeah. One of my coworkers called it a roach coach. Shut and up. I was like, mm. And that is the bourgeois mentality well, that no, keeps I mean, people from having good food. He goes and he loves it, but that's what he calls it a roach coach. Okay, well that's rude. So. so I know, I was like, okay, that's weird. Why do, probably cleaner than your house. Correct. <laughs> you know what? Go to hell. <laughs> Um, so, it is thought that the first taco truck was started in New York. Okay. New York. Get a rope. Remember that? In New York. Oh, the pace began. (laughs) (laughs) Was it New York? I think so. New York City. That's what it was. Um, in 1966, by two housewives, the truck didn't have a kitchen, but they used it to do taco catering. But the official credit goes to Raul Martinez, who converted an old ice cream truck into a taco truck in 1974. Cool. He parked it outside of a bar in L.A., <laughs> and it was a huge success. There's a surprise. <laughs> um, he opened King Taco, which is still, still around, around today. It's a yeah. multi-million dollar uh, corporation, yeah. but it's only available in California. In California, yeah. I've uh, some of the beauty bloggers I follow always talk about it, and I'm going to California next month, so yeah, I'll be sharing some photos of my King Taco. Uh, <laughs> please keep your taco to yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, obviously he wasn't the first person to do mobile food. There was always like the canteens and the. The army and the right. military time, but he's credited with having the first legit taco truck. And cool. Yeah. It reminds me of when um, I used to go out back in the day, and my friend's dad had a taco truck outside of the club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was, like, some of the best day- tacos I've ever had in my life. I'm sure that the alcohol didn't have to do anything with it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, hopefully you guys enjoyed my facts and enjoyed this. Taco break! Okay, so my story comes to you all from Colombia and Venezuela. Specifically the area of Los Llanos, which is a tropical grassland area that almost completely covers both countries. It is the story of El Silbon. Or the whistler. I don't know, sorry. I couldn't contain myself. So there are a couple of origins of the story. Uh, You know I love origin stories. (laughs) One of the origins is that a man arrived home and saw his father abusing his wife. The father supposedly called the wife a slut and said that she was asking for it. So that gave him the right 
to uh, do that to her. And uh, so... Really trying to get me fired when up on a Saturday morning. When he saw this, he killed his father. Another darker version, which I don't know what's darker than raping a woman who doesn't want to be, you know. Uh, even though... Is that he was an entitled brat who was never satisfied. He told his dad to go out and hunt a deer for him. But the dad returned empty-handed. And so, the son kills his father, cuts out his heart and liver, and gives it to the mom. The mom somehow figures out that she's what she's eating is the heart and liver of her husband. <laughs> and summons his grandfather, who punishes the son for his crimes against his father, and tells him... So this is where both of the origin, origin stories come together, is that the grandfather punishes him, ties him to a tree, and whips him, and telling him that no matter what your father did, you are not supposed to kill your Then when he's done, he rubs lemon and peppers into the open wounds and <sighs> makes a vicious dog chase him further into the tree. So at some point between all this, he dies and he becomes a ghost. <laughs> he's by the... Described by the people who have seen him as being very, very skinny and tall. So tall that he can be seen over treetops, wearing a brimmed hat and a white tattered suit. <laughs> I gave myself chills. Over his shoulder is a bag which is said to contain his bones. In some versions, it's his father's bones or the bones of his victim. Also... Trailing behind him is this the same barking dog that is biting at his feet, so it's really creepy. It is said that late at night his whistle is carried in the wind. And actually, supposedly this is what it sounds like. Note is dragged- wow, I can't believe you just summoned a literal demon into our living room. <laughs> Each note is dragged out slowly, and apparently you need to be on guard. Because the closer that his whistle sounds, the further away he is from you. Further away it sounds, the closer he is to you. <laughs> but you are safe from him um, if you are not a drunk or a cheater. <laughs> he'll sometimes enter homes and he'll lay his sack of bones on the floor and he'll start to count them. If someone in the house hears the bones or sees him, then they will be the next ones in the house to die. But like I said, if you don't um, indulge in the poison of drink or, <laughs> or are not a womanizer or a manizer... <laughs> Uh, you 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 should be good, but it is said that he you likes, should be good. <laughs> it's said that he likes to hang around bars and punish drunks by knocking them down, and sucking the alcohol out of their belly buttons. <laughs> but he's not so forgiving to those who are being unfaithful. He rips their skin off of their bones and puts their bones in his tattered gray bag, and then walks away whistling. Scary. <laughs> oh. But that is the story of El Silbon. Huh, very interesting. And it's a very um, 
widely popular story in Colombia and Venezuela. So yeah. So thanks for sharing, Liz. That was actually really good. Well, hopefully everybody enjoyed our two stories that we have from around the globe. And now I think I want to talk to you a little bit about a very important holiday that's coming up, <laughs> which is Valentine's Day. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so um, the reason that we celebrate Valentine's Day on February the 14th is not to make you feel bad because you're alone, mm-hmm. but it is because we are celebrating the feast day of a Catholic saint who was executed by the Roman Emperor Claudius II sometime during the third century. Make sure to follow us on Instagram where I'll be posting a couple more fun facts about Valentine's Day at Tacos and Tales podcast. And uh, Jane, do you have a holiday or a Valentine's Day fun fact to share with us? (laughs) In Valentine's lore, when the fabled Cupid shoots his magic arrow and hits you, true love is supposed to happen. But here's the thing. It's not perfect love, it's true love. So what if, when Cupid's arrow really hits you, it splits you open and the truth comes spilling out, along with all your pieces, all your troubles, and all your demons? Bum, bum, bum. Here's a little food for thought. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and stay away from me, Cupid. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need anything spilling out of ourselves. (laughs) Um, well, guys, enjoyed that once again. If you haven't, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tacos and Tales Podcast and on Twitter at Tacos and Tales. Anything else you'd like to say? That was a very long yawn. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you guys next weekend. Happy Taco Tuesday, and have a very happy Valentine's Day. Why do I kiss so loud? That was funny.